0: Welcome back to the thirty-seven yard line, or if it's your first time listening, welcome. Uh, I'm Mitch. Uh, we got Ryan McCombs and uh, Jaden Wright. He's right. Yes, sir. That's right. You got Ryan
1: there and Jaden Wright. Right. You got yeah. Right. We got
0: we got both of them.
1: Right. And
0: I just wanted left. to say, oh, left. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I think that heading into this podcast after this weekend, I made jolly one you know the only one happy about what happened over this weekend um with both the Colts and Browns losing you know both of you I feel aren't as jolly as I am with the Rams winning um especially with how Matt Stafford looked so I mean I think we get right into what we think about how the games went starting off with Thursday night football with Tampa versus the
1: I think the end result was exactly what we all saw coming, the Tampa Bay win. Um, I think it was a little bit more competitive than I figured it was going to be, which bodes well for, for Cowboys fans out there. I, I didn't think the Cowboys were going to be as competitive as they were. So I was surprised by the way the
2: game went, but not at all by the outcome. Yeah, I, I, I would echo that. I, uh, I thought the Cowboys looked good. Honestly, you know, and uh, yeah. the so I, I kind of I I left that game thinking higher of them than I went into it thinking. That's for sure. Um, I
1: know I, I went as I went through the list of of Mitch's questions here for this week's uh, uh episode. I know that I mentioned this person later on in 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 as the list plays out, but Micah Parsons might be. I mean. It's, it's it's week one we we know what week one week one is fool's gold it's but at the same time Micah Parsons looked like the real deal last week I mean he's he's definitely he, he's definitely a stud linebacker at this point in time
0: see I missed most of the games so that work so I saw about uh, half of the uh, I saw about the fourth quarter um, but I, I really didn't see much of that game, so I can't really pitch in on that. but I mean, that's good news for Cowboys fans, 100%. It is. I mean, when you look at a linebacker having showing out
1: a young linebacker showing out good uh, for Dallas, in recent years, it does make me, it does make me hesitant because in recent years, you know Jalen Smith looked good too. And then all of a sudden he became last week's flavor. Um, of course, Sean Lee, when he was on the field, always looked good, but he was just rarely ever on the field. Uh, Vander Esch, uh, he was, again, he was, a, a, everybody was super excited about Vander Esch, and he really showed out his rookie year, but now he seems to be a complimentary piece that they're, they're hoping that he can be a, that complimentary piece to Parsons. So I, I'm hesitant when I say, well, this guy looks like the real deal, and I'm talking about a Dallas Cowboys linebacker, but at least... After week one, Micah Parsons does fit that that uh that billing.
2: and C.D. Lamb is a problem if he can uh, catch the ball consistently. So. <laughs> that's that's I. There was a moment there where I was
1: wondering if they're going to throw the ball to him again because he just he dropped a few passes right there in a row, and then uh yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a great point.
0: I mean, well, if you're Ronald Jones, you know you're hoping that you would have gotten as many chances as that CD lamb got because he had one fumble. And I think it was the second quarter and he got benched the rest of the game.
1: Yeah. You, there's, there's coaches out there with that philosophy that, you know, when, when a, when a running back puts the, puts the ball on the turf, that especially if they're your bell cow or they're, they're one of your main playmakers, you need to go back to them. You need to show the confidence. You need to show them that you have confidence in their play and and go back to him <clears throat> and then there's other guys out there and arians is one as much as i like uh, bruce arians the head coach and he's one of my favorites um he's he's just he is one of those guys that if you foul up a little bit he seems to history would say that he's he tends to sit your ass on the bench <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't uh He's he's not one for for uh, dilly dallying around with second chances a lot from from what I've seen here and there. I, I'm not in Arizona. I don't see every game, but but uh, he's he's always came across that way when I've seen some of the actions he's taken with players that have done such discrepancies.
0: And it it, it hurts for me to bring this up because I know you didn't you, you saw the injury in real time, and I don't know if Jaden saw it, but I just saw the slow motion of it. I forget the cornerback's name for the Buccaneers, but the arm oh, injury bunting? he got—bunting. Um, yeah, His yeah. Those
1: hyphenated names.
0: Yeah, um, I, Jay, did you see the injury? Yeah, I, that That's is pretty nasty. <sighs> Plus, he's one of their starting cornerbacks, if I'm not mistaken. So, <sighs> I would imagine he's out for a significant amount of time this year, with especially having that type of injury. For for those of you that didn't see it, it looks as if his bone popped out of his arm. Yeah, Sean
1: mundy um, Bunting, cornerback for Tampa.
0: Yeah. Um it looked like his
2: bone popped out of his arm.
0: Um,
2: I'm pretty sure Dallas <laughs> just kept going at – or not – yeah, Dallas just kept going right at uh, Jabal Dean, which I'm pretty sure is the replacement. <laughs> and it seemed like they were just throwing it right at him every single time after that.
0: Yeah, so it, it it's going to be what looks like to be a big knock against Buccaneers now defense, and hopefully, hopefully they can get past that. You know, hopefully he can get better because you never love you never like to see injuries, especially ones like that.
1: Yeah, I would say it's a the game as a whole. Though it's I, I don't read too much into week one games. I don't read much into week two or three games as well. So. I can't get too excited one way or the other about about either one of these teams is uh, the prospects for either one of these two teams moving forward, but like I said, I it, it, the game was closer than I thought, but it did end with the result that I was that I was expecting.
0: All right, I think we move on to the biggest game of the week that happened, which was Jacksonville versus Houston.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, I know that everyone had that game circled on their schedule. That was why I can't miss game
0: of the year. It should have been a prime time.
1: Oh, definitely. I'm surprised they're
0: not re-airing it each night. Nah, honestly. I didn't catch any eclipses of the game. I just saw the stats of after the game and whatever, but did any of you guys catch any of it? I've just, same here. I've, I've
1: caught the highlights and I've caught the, uh, which, you know, you, you catch about seven minutes of, if that, seven minutes of highlights really doesn't give you an idea of how players actually played throughout the game. But I think the one thing that I walk away from this game really feeling like, and again, you're going to hear me say it a million times because I've already said it a hundred. It's week one. But I'm pretty sure that we may be seeing what is going to end up being the first team in NFL history. The Houston, the Houston, I wanted to say the Houston Oilers, the Houston Texans are on their way to being the first team in NFL history to possibly go 1-16. and <laughs> I
2: mean, Tyron Taylor looked good, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, did, he did, though. I mean, he did look good. Uh, I didn't watch the game in its entire – I mean, I was at the Colts game, so I didn't watch it, but my buddy had – the guy I went with he had the the um he had a bet on that game. I forget he had it parlayed. I remember I think he had Jacksonville's money line in that parlay. So he was watching it and showing me the score the whole time and I I was really blown away by the, the, the amount of points Houston put up. But I think that has to be more of a damning thing on Jacksonville than it is a credit to Houston. But like you said, it's week one, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that I, plays out, but I, I don't have
1: faith in either one of those offenses. So any points that they put up, I'm I'm more questioning what's wrong with the defense, which I think is your point. Yeah. It, it, yeah. yeah, I agree completely on that.
0: And going off of something we said last week was you know Mark Ingram possibility for Ravens and whatever. He looked he looked like the leading back out there. In, uh well, he usually, was.
1: He he surpassed all the other backs in in touches this past week. Um, his, his yards per carry weren't, weren't the greatest. I don't have that right at the the forefront of my brain at the moment, but I know that it was below four yards, four yard average. Um, I just, I'm kind of surprised by that. I expected, uh, Lindsay to be the, the, to get the, the, the bulk of the carries there. So Ingram walking away with the most of most touches for the running backs did surprise me. I just don't, I don't know what's going on there. I going back to Jade's point about the defenses. I there's no way you can expect a whole lot from Houston's defense, and I'm not. It's not a knock on the talent there whatsoever, but they're a team that's transitioning from the three-four to the four-three, and that's typically a transition that takes a team more than even a year because you got to mm-hmm. get the right personnel in place. Um, merciless, he's played outside linebacker since he's been in the NFL.' He's being, played, he's being asked to play defensive end now. And so you, you, you've got that in definitely in the front seven, you've got players being asked to play, play positions that they have not played in, in, in years since they, well since they've been with the Texans. And so it's <clears> going to take a while to jail and it's going to take getting the right personnel in there. I think when they, when they traded Roby, uh, last week, b- before Week One's games, when they traded cornerback Roby to uh, the Saints, I want to say that uh, to me, that was kind of a damn. That was that was kind of a sign of are you already are are you already just putting it out there that this is a building season? You know that we're we're collecting draft picks, we're collecting we're collecting things to to build upon later. Um, it seems to me that that's if if you're if you know your football, I think it's it's clear that that's what Texans are doing and need to be doing. But by getting rid of Roby, I kind of felt like they put it out there for everybody to know as well, for for, for their own players to
0: know as well. Yeah, uh, that team. I might have to say, you know, Tyrod looked good, but. How, how they look, you know, the rest of the season besides week one, Urban Meyer's first game, Trevor Lawrence's first game, you know. I'm with you. That team is – especially that defense, it's it's going to look a bit more rough than week one did. Yeah, definitely. It's a,
2: and, uh, it's a... on a weird side note with that game that I was going to bring up is that I'm already seeing r- rumors about – Urban Meyer being linked to the USC job. <laughs> You're right. It, it <laughs> like already. Yes.
1: As soon and as that's... that, as soon as they fired their coach, that Urban Meyer was the first name I saw pop up. Now, he squished that today, but yeah. but that was the <laughs> that was the first. It was actually in the first headline that I read was USC fires head coach Urban Meyer it was just like it it was his name was in the first headline that i read that was associated with the firing of the usc head coach it was yeah and as soon as anything happened in the college ranks it would be is urban meyer urban meyer was going to be a link to it because i think i think a lot of people probably feel like it's just a matter of time till he heads back to the college ranks
0: yeah it's i was listening to uh Pat McAfee's uh, podcast yesterday about work, and he had Mike Lombardi, the one who broke the initial tweets um, of uh, you know USC possibly being linked, you know Urban Meyer, USC, whatever. And even he, when he saw the news that the USC coach got fired, he had a he had a friend who works in the league, a colleague that works in the league, saying you know Urban to USC and. He didn't believe it until the guy that he says knows more than he does asked him if he wanted to bet on it, you know. It's the smart kid in class asking you for the answers to the test that he already knows the answers to. So, he, you know, he goes, oh, they're all going to deny it and whatever, but it kind of where, there, where there's smoke, there's fire.
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised if there isn't something within Urban's contract that at least doesn't <laughs> – doesn't time me. I don't, I don't. I can't imagine him jumping ship after you know after one week, yeah. two, weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I, I can't imagine him jumping ship midseason. season I, I would. No. I would expect him to at least see the 2021 season through.
0: Yeah. And I mean, how, how did that game bode for you, Jaden, being a uh,
2: Colts fan? I don't know. I I can't read too much into it, really. I mean, I thought I thought Jacksonville would look better than that for sure. Go well, all right um, then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought Jacksonville Did would look better James? than that. Oh, here?
0: he can't. He can't hear you. Oh no! <laughs> Some technical difficulties here. Some technical difficulties.
1: Here we got it all together now. Can you hear him? Can you hear me? <laughs> hear you. Gotcha. Oh,
2: cool. Yeah. No, I was just saying that I really my biggest takeaway was is that the Houston offense looked a lot better than I would have ever imagined it would. And I don't – but I don't know if that's Houston's offense or if that's Jacksonville's defense. You know, I just don't know. So, just have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, it'll play out. Again, that's that whole week one thing. It, it's – it, it's a it's a fool's gold week and it really to me it's the the whole first four weeks of the season it, it takes four weeks till the teams the team start playing like they're you can expect them to the rest of the year but we'll see it'll it'll play itself out but i don't think either one of those teams i think both of those teams will be in play for the first pick next year we'll just put it that way i'm not picking i'm not <laughs> being an asshole here I'm just saying I would expect those two teams to be two of the front runners for the first pick next year.
0: I can see it. I can see it. All right, how we feel? How we feel about that? Los Angeles chart the LAC, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Washington Football Team.
1: I would love to see that game played again with Fitzpatrick. You know, making it through the game. I just, I just don't have a lot of faith in, in Sandy. I, I don't have a lot of faith in their head coach. And, again, no reason. I, I, I don't mean to pick, but he's one, one year, great year as a defensive coordinator, but one year as defensive coordinator for, for, the, uh, for the Rams. And he gets a head coaching job from it. I just I'm, – I'm wait and see still. So, so them beating a, a Washington team that was without their their starting quarterback for most of the game. Doesn't do anything for me. We'll, we'll wait and see on that. I and I'm a fan of Herbert. I think Herbert's a real deal. I like him. I liked him coming out of out of Oregon, but
0: we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I wasn't a biggest fan of him coming out of college, just due to how he embarrassed uh, Wisconsin and the Rose Bowl. Um, but he is a good QB, so I I I want them to do well. You know, good things there, especially with Brandon Staley being their head coach. That just it seems to happen every year. You look at the Rams' coaching staff, and we have to sign a whole new staff every single season because everyone wants to poach from them. Um, but but do we'll they see. do we'll, anything? I mean, you look at it. We went to the Super Bowl one year. And they took our QB coach. Cincinnati took a QB coach to be their head uh, coach.
1: Cincinnati. Yeah, and and I, you know, we'll see how much. Long, I don't know. I just it's, was was Lafleur Lef- was, was the Packers' coach come from McVeigh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's there's never mind. I take it back. He's 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 produced him. Uh, he he's got a couple sprouts on his coaching tree. So I'll I'll give it. I'll give credit where credits due.
2: Any thoughts of you, Jaden from that Chargers Washington game? Oh, I mean, honestly, yeah. Once again, I mean, I was at the Colts game. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so my Here we- my. The early games My, for Jaden were, were a Colts game. I was at the Colts game,
0: you assholes.
2: Yeah, yeah, like you can't expect too much from me. I can't have Red Zone up on the phone and watch the last game. <laughs> yeah, All
0: right, well, that's perfect timing because the very next game up on this list is Seattle versus the Colts. Oof. And we'll let James um, start with this since he was at the game. Was he at the was, game? They,
2: yeah, I, I was there.
1: Oh, that's okay.
2: Uh, once again, you know, I probably as a Colts fan, I'll never go to a game again because I've yet to see them win. <laughs> oh uh, damn! Uh, but so yeah. Anyways, all my fellow Colts fans, I won't do that to us anymore. I'll stay my ass right on the couch. And uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't know. I just think, I think really we just did not look ready. I mean, they just they look like week one, just just sluggish. Just the offensive line looked like they were playing in, in mud and quicksand. They just didn't have They were getting beat off the edge all day. Uh, I think Carson Wentz looked good. I mean, we definitely didn't lose because of Carson Wentz. That's my biggest takeaway. And the one thing I feel the best about was, was he perfect? No, not at all. But he certainly looked a lot more like that quarterback that we all wanted to see. Um, Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. I, I know that our defense got beat with big plays, and that's usually not something we see from our defense. So, I think I just I just don't think we were ready. I think I think it was a team we don't play guys in the preseason really whatsoever, and that works for some teams and some teams that don't. And I think it's time for our coaching staff to <laughs> start playing some guys in the preseason because it's like the eighth year in a row this franchise has looked like a joke week one. That's so. that's a great point. I think I think you saw that league wide.
1: I think you saw a lot of situations where this whole new three game preseason. Teams went into it not knowing exactly what to do. They came up with kind of game plans on the run. The first year, let's see how it goes, see how much playing time we're going to go give this guy, that guy, and the other. Plus, recent preseason injuries have scared teams away from playing starters. But, man, a lot of teams came in flat this first week. Um, To your point on the Colts defense, I tuned in a little late. I tuned in, I believe it was just – it was just before halftime or just after halftime. I don't remember exactly. Um, and, you know, to me, the defense played well. They kept – they were in the game. But what really surprised me was somebody not, not viewing the game in necessarily, you know, the blue and white glass. I What surprised me the most about the game was I was so excited as a football fan for Carson Wentz to get the opera, after playing behind that shit line, uh, of in you know, because of injuries and, and and everything, um, there in Philadelphia, not because of the talent level, but just because the you know that, the injuries they had to deal with, and they were just always the guys coming in and out of the lineup on their offensive line never got the cohesiveness, so he had those issues in, in Philly. I was so happy for him to be going to Indianapolis where they had just a Just a killer offensive line. I mean, just between Quentin Nelson and Kelly and just a really solid offensive line. I felt like the offensive line let him down. I saw Carson Wentz in a lot. I saw a lot of plays where Carson Wentz looked like the same guy. It looked like he was having the same issues, just wearing a different uniform because I saw him picking himself up off the turf a lot. There's one play in particular, I don't remember I don't remember the name of the right tackle for the Indianapolis Colts. But that that defender came off the ball and went around him so I don't even know if he got a hand on him. It was so he got beat so bad off the ball that if he if he got a hand on him, that's the only thing he got on him. That defender came around that corner and flattened wins. And Wentz is just on the ground. He's trying – he's picking – he's slow at it because he really felt it. Picking himself up off the turf. And that right tackle stood there for a second, looked at him, and then just walked off. And it was like, man, you just – you you just caused – your inability to do your job just caused your quarterback to get smashed. And you just – you don't even have the decency to to lend your boy a hand to pick his ass up off the turf. I I, I was – I just felt like the offensive line let them down and I thought the defense was there
2: but the, after a while the defense was on the field too long. Yeah, I think I think injuries really ruin is ruining the season for us too. Uh, preseason you missed you were without Quentin Nelson for like 3 weeks, 4 weeks. Yeah. Then you then you were without Ryan that, Kelly. Right? You're you were without Ryan Kelly the center for 3 weeks. Uh Braden Smith, the right tackle you were referring to, was in and out of the lineup all preseason, and then the left tackle was a turnstile. I mean, oh man, we're just we're just now hoping that Eric Fisher might be ready to come back. So the only offensive lineman that's been the right guard, which is considerably known as the weak link, so the team the, the offensive line is just not they're not in a good spot. That right tackle is now listed as out of practice today with a foot injury. Quentin Nelson didn't practice today. Um, I fear for Carson Wentz that uh, though though I thought his decision-making and everything was really good, I agree with you. I, I do fear that he is going to suffer the same fate this year with just no protection. You know, you can help me with this, and I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I, this is going to be blasphemy to you, but Gr- the name Gregson keeps coming to mind. The, the GM in Indianapolis is who? Chris Ballard. Yes. Thank you. I could not. I one of the one of my favorite GM, one of my top five GMs in the NFL. Easy. It's not top three. It's probably easy to say top three. Um, but I think he fumbled the ball big time handling that left tackle position and the retirement of Castron, Castronova, Castron, Castor Castron, Ca, Castron, Costanzo. Costanzo.
2: Costanzo, 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 thank think. you.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't know why, Castronova. I was getting all romantical. Um, <laughs> that, that would be yeah. an awesome
2: last name. You
1: know. <laughs> uh, I think he completely screwed the pooch on handling the loss of, of that left that long-time left tackle. And what I mean by that is Eric Fisher was the first pick of the draft. Eric Fisher was the first pick of the draft by the Kansas City Chiefs. He was the first pick of the draft when there was nothing. I mean, you look at that draft; it, there was. It, he was the first pick of the draft by default. I'm not saying that he's he's not good, but I'm not saying he's he, he's not a Joe Thomas. He's not he you know he, he's not one of these one of these you know Orlando Paces or he he's not one of these guys by any stretch of the imagination. He's been a. At best, at his best, he's been a solid, dependable left tackle, and that—that's about as much as I—I'm I, not dogging him. I'm, just, I'm personal opinion from what I've seen. He, hes gotten his accolades when when the team has done well, which is usually what you see when, when it comes to Pro Bowl Pro pull, Pro Bowl votes and so forth. But he—he blew his Achilles. In the, what, the, the last game or the second to last game of last year in the playoffs. So he, he, either, he either blues, I think he blues Achilles in the AFC Championship game. So that would have been last February? January. Yeah. January. Okay. Yeah. He blues Achilles in January. And you fill your left tackle spot with this guy. And I'm not dogging again, I but in his prime, he was a solid, unspectacular, but solid left tackle. But he blew he, he's not a young chicken anymore. And he blew his Achilles out just this year. And he is your answer to fill the most important questionably, you know, arguably the, the most important position on your on your line given a right-handed quarterback. And you've, you've tagged him to be your replacement. And just in case he's not ready, you get Julian Davenport. And Julian uh, Davenport, I don't know him personally, no knock, but he he's kind of gotten the reputation for being a bit of a turnstile when, when he's been in games. So... I, I just think Chris Ballard really dropped the ball on handling that left tackle position. And it's not like he doesn't have the money to do so. I mean, they, they've got a lot of money under the cap.
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I, I don't think Eric Fisher was good, in, like, good enough to, to be worth waiting for his Achilles either. Right. Now, right. now you're in a position where you're desperate. So you're going to force him back probably earlier because they're talking about he's probably going to play next week. If he doesn't play this week, he's going to play next week. So that's going to be eight months from an Achilles for a guy who was that's probably, crazy. probably C plus B minus left tackle before. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I hate it. Um, I hate it. It sucks. I don't now. Well, granted, I'll give him the only way I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on it was just because. I don't know who else is really out there. I know I wanted I, I liked Andre Villanueva, but if you try to argue with me about which one of those two guys is better, I mean we're I, I'm not gonna argue with you about it. Like I yeah <laughs> I think that's... they're both pretty they're both pretty, you know, standard, you know, C plus kind of guys. I think Eric and but the thing that kills me about Eric Fisher is just he's not even healthy. Yeah that's, that's the, the tw- difference yeah. between
1: those two guys because you're exactly right. Yeah. Both C plus type guys. But B B plus B C plus B minus type guys um, win healthy, but Fisher isn't. So you, you gotta give the nod to Villanueva on that on that point.
2: Yeah. There, they could have had Charles Leno too. You could have had Charles Leno too. And he's they, fully healthy, ready ball. to go. You're right. Yeah. No, no. I yeah, I mean so yeah, I think I think the big issue with them right now is just gonna be that O line and it was the one thing like this team is built. With the thought that your O line is dominant, right? Because you don't have these, you don't have these huge weapons on the outside. Uh, your 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 defense, your defense is bend but don't break. Okay, so they're going to give up a lot of yards, and they're going to hope That's to hold Tampa on for two goals. Right. So you, you need you need an offense that can hold the ball. So you, you've built this team with the thought that you have a dominant O-line that you're going to run the ball with, and, and and that O-line is anything but dominant right now. And I don't see it getting any better because if you walk into – if you limp into the season, you're not going to run out of it. I'll tell you that right now, especially not for O-linemen.
1: No, not when you're being beat up in the trenches all week, every week, yeah, weekend, so, weekend. So,
2: so they're in trouble, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that their season's over, right? I'm not no, saying that. Week, it's only one, week one. But yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I I know there's a lot of high character guys down there and they're going to want to play better. But if you're if you're I mean, if Quentin Nelson's in with a back and his foot and then Ryan Kelly has a hyperextended elbow. Now, Braden Smith has been in and out of the lineup all offseason and now again with a foot. And then Eric Fisher's 30 years old, trying to come back from an Achilles eight months ago. I just don't know how you really see that line ever getting cohesive. A plus play out of them this year. I don't see it happening. I don't really see how yeah. it's gonna. And that's what you needed. That that was the one thing, like you said, for Wentz. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's gonna have a great O line now."
1: Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. It was yeah. disappointing to see to see him. They can play better though off the turf as much as he did last week.
2: Now, Seattle brought a lot of cra- really. I thought they were really well timed and good looking blitzes. I thought, and I want to give Seattle credit. Like, I don't want to just be like, "Oh, they they played well because our offensive line was crap." I think our offensive line played poorly, but I think their defense really, really did step up and with a really well timed, you know, blitz package game, however you want to say it. And and it was week one. So we'll see if we'll see. I think our yeah. offensive line can bounce back, but are they gonna get healthier? That doesn't that just doesn't happen. So
0: we'll see. I wanna Let's take see. a I wanna take a bright point out of that game with Paris Campbell and Michael Strong. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Michael Strong would – Two really nice third and longs. Did think, Paris yeah. Campbell come out of the game healthy? Yeah, he did. Yep he okay, right he there. had a, a golden. He... That's the golden lining around the cloud
1: right there. Paris Campbell actually played a game of football and remained <laughs> healthy afterwards. Yeah, no, there, no, there was. Any, any our one stop right there. We we can't even push our luck anymore on that game because I mean that that right there is just.
0: That's there was perfect. a there was a big play he made too. I I don't know how deep of a pass it was. You know, I'll I'll say it was our 20, only
2: play. It was our only play over twenty yards all day. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was twenty plus yards, and Wentz finds him he jumps up in the air, he catches the ball, and he gets hit nice by the safety, but he pops right back up and ready to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we should move on because we're not going to find a brighter point than Paris Campbell making it healthy. <laughs> that's. That's 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 insane. That's that's crazy talk.
0: Well then we'll start we'll we'll start with uh Jets versus Carolina.
2: The old QB Wait, hold versus on. the Whoa. Hold on now. Are we gonna go through every single game here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we need to we need we need, we need
1: to shorten uh shorten our Kay. our, our, De- our No diligence up a little bit here. No De- yeah,
2: no offense. Detroit the versus
1: you know, this is that's a good point. Again, we're in week two of, of doing this, but really, we should probably just pick a couple games to highlight and and then uh, and then just focus on the fact of who who won. You know, because we were keeping track of our own personal wins and losses and our and predictions. I do
0: have the score of that.
1: Okay, I'm just saying, like from now on, we should probably do that instead of because. We haven't even gotten into this coming week's games yet, so we're looking at a 17-hour fucking podcast right
0: now. (laughs) Uh Well, then let's let's move on to some questions about this week, then with Joe Burrow in the shadows that he was talking about.
2: I mean, he definitely looked good. I thought he looked really good. Um, I went back and watched highlights just because I do like – I have a soft spot for that team for whatever reason, just because they're usually so trash. And I think it's a cool story for the kid from Ohio to be there and try to bring him from the dumpster. But uh, yeah, I thought he looked good. I think Jamar Chase looked like he figured out how to catch a football. And uh, <laughs> yeah, should, to, to, should... to
1: explain a little bit, where, what well, if if you didn't hear last week's episode, we spoke last week about the fact that um, reports had been coming out of Cincinnati that that quarterback, second year quarterback Joe Burrow. Uh, coming off of the knee injury he suffered last year was seeing as they put it he was seeing shadows he was seeing defenders put applying pressure that weren't necessarily there it's a it's a common symptom of a quarterback that's gotten the crap knocked out of him which which he did a lot last year so that when when Mitch refers to the, the shadow situation he's referring to us bringing up those reports out of Cincinnati last week going into last week's game, and and to the, to your guys' point as you're as you're talking here, the guy put up points. I mean we've seen quarterbacks from from uh, the the Elver Carr boy there in, in Houston when they first came to town, and and just numerous quarterbacks through the years that that uh, young quarterbacks have been thrown in not necessarily ideal situations that have gotten the holy hell knocked out of them. And uh, they they see those shadows, and they they feel the pressure when it's not there. And so I was worried when I heard that that was the case with Burrow early on in camp. But, man, he put up some points this week, and he looked sharp. And, yes, Jamar Chase – Appears to be able to catch a football, even a pro-style football. So that's good news for for Cincinnati fans. A,
0: another QB that really showed out. Jaden will like this because of how good he talked about him last podcast. Was famous Jameis Lakesick Winston.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> Five <laughs> tutties against the. Not pass. saying I told you so. I'm not saying I told you so, but. You know. If we want to over, week one overreact, I think Jameis Winston about to win his MVP, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> let's go. I think this is a situation, and I, I, I could be wrong. Again, you're absolutely right. It's week one. Let's, let's go ahead and send him the MVP. He's going to Disneyland. I mean, that's what's going right. on. Right. <laughs> he's eating, he's but, eating dubs
2: with Mickey. Let's go, yeah, man.
1: exactly. Him, Mickey, Goofy, all of all them, all them. They're all having a hell of a time. But, no, I think, though, to be to jump on that week one bandwagon maybe maybe just perhaps maybe we are seeing the first taste of system meets talent i mean the guy was the first it was the first uh first, the first overall pick, pick of the draft i mean he was the first overall pick of his draft for a reason the talent was there he, he threw, I mean, there was years here in Tampa Bay where he threw 400 friggin' touchdowns in a season. The only problem is he threw 401 interceptions. Um, the talent has never been questioned with Jimmy's. So possibly with Sean Payton there in New Orleans, we could just be seeing it. We could be seeing a situation. And for the player's sake, I hope so. I mean, we could be seeing a situation where the system meets the talent, and that that's that would be great for New Orleans and for for Jamise both. Jamies,
0: <laughs> Jamies, <laughs> <Jamees> Winston. Let's
2: <laughs> go! I love it. No, I, I think I'm butchering just, that. Yeah, Jabez. It's I. I mean, I mean, who knows? It's a, it's a funky name. You can say it however you want. I'm um, saying it, Jamise. Yeah. I, hey, I'm, more power to you
1: yeah I am I'm saying it, and,
2: <laughs> yeah yeah so whatever so yeah I mean I I don't know if it's like I just yeah i I don't know if 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 one one of those things like Green Bay just wasn't ready you know and made them look really good or I didn't get to really sit and watch the game I caught you know in and out on red zone but I mean I I just think I I think Jameis Winston came to play and he did it and thank thankfully for uh, for Saints fans they didn't go with Taysom Hill because I just don't see that offense running like that with him under center I'll tell you that
1: no but, I agree completely
2: and I have I have one
0: last question about this this last week's this you know week one games was you don't want to overreact about it since week one but was Saleh really. That big for that San Fran defense,
2: because
0: mm. they only beat. I mean, yes, they were up, you know, up at least you know twenty points against the Lions at some point, but they made that an eight point game, and almost it could could have almost came back with the the Lions and Jared Goff. He, I mean, he threw over three hundred and thirty yards. that game.
1: I do think. I do think he he is an exceptional defensive coach um right I now, think it's been a, you have to say I was yeah.
2: say it's been a long time since a lot of them uh, key players on that defense has played any football too I think you that's very that true they too. were
1: they were banged up beyond banged up last year um,
0: right.
1: but no I, I do think I do think they're going to feel the loss of he had his players in the right positions he had the right he had the right place called the right place. Yes. Uh, he was he was a good defensive play caller and and had that defense clicking. Um, we'll see again week one. I I remember there was one here that I wanted to hit on uh, from your week one questions, Mitch. And that was were there any rookies that hit you guys? That any rookies from any of the highlights you've been seeing or anything that jumped out at you from this past from this past week one?
0: I didn't really see many rookies play. Um, the only real game I sat down and watched was the Colts game and the um, um, the Rams game. And then I saw half of the Raiders game on Monday because um, I got there at halftime. So the only real rookies I saw play that game were, and those games were Strawn, uh, who looked good in his time that I saw, um, Robert Rochelle. He's a rookie cornerback out of a D two college, if I'm correct. Um, on the Rams, he got in due to an injury, and he played pretty good as well. Um, but other than that, I didn't really didn't see any rookies play.
2: Yeah, Cody Pay and Mike Strong looked good for the Colts.
1: I'd thing. say, I'd say, looking at what I've looking at the box scores, looking at some of the highlights from around the league that I've seen, I've been impressed by. This and it pains me to say this because I am not a fan of 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 necessarily. Uh, I, I think some of the poorest coaching decisions that I've seen in in recent years have taken place in Arizona, in the since uh, in Kingsbury's uh, tenure there. Um, but at the same time, he seems to have a plan for for wide receiver Rondell Moore, their second round draft pick this year, and. They're getting the ball in his hands, and they're letting him be the playmaker that he naturally is. So I, he he stood out to me. Uh, we talked about Micah Parsons earlier.
2: Oh yeah, he definitely sure. standing Close out to
1: me. me. A big surprise to me. I know I'm being a homer here, um, but when Odell Beckham was listed as out, he was a he was a like right up to game. He was a game time decision that Odell Beckham was going to be out. Me, personally, I thought, well, we're going to see plenty of Rashard Higgins or or Donovan Peoples-Jones or both, to the two wide receivers that carried them into the playoffs last year and through the playoffs last year. Um, I thought we'd be seeing a heavy dose of those guys, but we didn't at all. I don't think Higgins was targeted a single time. I, I, I could be wrong about that. I think uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones was targeted once. It was the rookie Schwartz from Auburn, their third-round draft pick, the speedster, that ended up hauling in, I think he was, I think he got three of five passes. One was a 44-yard bomb that if he had caught it clean, it would have been touchdown all day long. The kid came out, and I did not expect that. So I don't know necessarily if it was like a, a great performance, but it was just a surprising one for me because I really thought he was going to be buried on the Brown roster more so than he was. And the other thing I want to point out, again, being a homer, is Malik McDowell. The he he ends up walking away from the first game that he's first professional game that he has played, or first pro- football game that he's played since 2016, I want to say. And he walks away from week one, being the highest rated uh, PFF rate ranked him as the highest rated defensive lineman of the week and uh, I, that was pretty impressive. Uh, it, was, it was good to see that kid getting uh, his act together and, and taking, taking the game seriously and taking advantage of the opportunity in front of him. So not necessarily a rookie, but but his first game back since 2016. So, so hats off to the performance he put up there.
0: And, and Here's another thing with, you know, Odell and whatever, cause I just saw about 30 minutes to an hour ago that he's also out for this upcoming week.
1: I think he's. It's got to be damn close that he has played in less games than he's missed the past three or four years. You mean the other way around? It it goes to the the old saying of the, the 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 most important ability is availability, and that is something that he. I don't. I don't care how good you are when you're on the field. If you're hardly ever on the field, then what worth are you to your team? And I. I, I want to see the best from him because I'm a Browns fan, but that's the brass tacks truth of it. You can be talented, I, you can be talented all day long, but if you're on the field, who gives a shit?
2: Yeah, I I did watch that Browns game pretty close, and I just I hate when it's when you just feel like a specialist ruins a game for you, and that's that's kind of how that game felt. What's that? I what's the punter, and then but then I mean you did you still had a chance there at the end, and Baker threw that pick. It felt like Baker was just trying to do too much. I,
1: I um, felt like it was I felt like I was watching a Browns game of of years back and they they completely controlled that game. Yeah. They completely controlled that game. Going into the sec, going into the third quarter, Kansas City Kansas City did that long drive, that almost a seven minute long drive. They score on it. And after that the the Browns Disintegrated, and it wasn't that they disintegrated offensively, or defensively, or on special teams per se. I, you bring up a great point: the the, the muff there by Jamie, uh, by their by their punter, the the mishandled snap, and whatever the hell it, it occurred after that. That yeah, that was awful. But it was a meltdown on all three phases of the game, and it was like they couldn't handle beating kansas city because they had them they they had them locked away and they just completely melted down and as big and huge and i and i still today as i did yesterday and will tomorrow i absolutely adore kevin stefanski and i'm so glad he's he's the cleveland browns coach but man he did not do anything to get them out of that funk and that team disintegrated on all three phases of the of, of, of the of the game but yeah I can go on and on and bitch
2: and moan, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mitch, Mitch, honestly, we don't need your take on on the Rams game. All right, we can just skip past it, okay, because we know. Matthew's hard for MVP. Um, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'd have to <laughs> see
1: Matthew, see play a whole game instead of maybe just three long bomb drives. Uh, I, yeah, just three I,
2: blown I, coverages, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to be go honest there. with
1: you. I think Matthew Stafford looked really good on a, on a cup on a but three maybe four drives and those were drives that ended up being like these big bomb throw type drives but there were no sustained drives that I saw. There were no I I, I think I'm all I'm all I, I dig Stafford in, in LA. I think it's good things, but I I saw a team beating up on a on a red red rifle Led Chicago team, and frankly, they didn't do so as convincingly as what I would want them to. But again, week one.
0: No, I feel how the same like with those, you.
1: How you like those crackers, huh? <laughs> Put that in your do spots. <laughs> 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 well you got nothing? You got
0: you got nothing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Start know to download. Uh, I, I do feel the birthday. same. I it feel was like...
1: your birthday yesterday. It was your birthday yesterday, so you went out and got hammered, drunk last night. You're sucking down Tylenol now, trying to get hydrated. Taking your look i don't th- I think you've had at least two cat naps during this fucking during this podcast. <laughs>
0: hey, I just—I I just
1: called out Matthew Stafford for being a one-play-per-drive wonder on just a handful. Of, and you got nothing for me. You got—I think Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald probably could have played better quarterback.
0: Hey. Don't bash Stafford like that,
1: man. You got to you got um, next week. Next, no getting drunk for you the night before podcast time next week.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I'm with you on that. I feel like we should have we should have thrown the ball more. because um, on some of those drives that we weren't sustained, we um, were facing the team who I think had a top five run defense last year, and we kept trying to run the ball on them. Um, our O line just was, wasn't giving any. Um. Run run blocking w- wasn't really great on run blocking, so that's where a few of our drives went. Um, Stafford had some good throws, Deshaun Jackson left the game healthy, and he had two catches during the game.
1: Yeah, that's almost as crazy as Paris Campbell coming out healthy. It's, I mean, at that, you know, Deshaun Jackson, Paris Campbell both seeing the field and both coming out healthy. We should probably be looking out for locust right now because I'm pretty sure that's like the sixth and seventh sign of the end of the world. <laughs>
0: but, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking, like, everyone knew the Rams were going to win. Um, by the end of the game, they won by 20. It should have been more, but they still won by 20. Um, they won the by defense... 20, but it didn't get to
1: that point until late in the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, the defense looked, even though the defense only let up 14 points, the defense looked different. You know, Jalen Ramsey was all over the field. He was in the slot. He was on the outside. He was, he was everywhere. Um, and he made some good plays. He shut up some of the Bears fans. That said Darnell Mooney owns him and all this by blowing up a screen pass against Mooney. Um, and I mean, if you want to look at it, how the Bears fans were talking about Ramsey and Mooney, Robert Rochelle owns Mooney, uh, cause he forced an incompletion on him. So, uh, I'm just I'm excited for this upcoming game against the Colts because our our run de- We made David Montgomery look like the next coming of Walter Payton during that game. He did look phenomenal. Which scares me against Jonathan Taylor because I hold JT up much higher than I hold Montgomery. Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah.
1: We'll see. I mean, it was a. Uh... The the Rams beat them and they beat them and they looked good doing it, but I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like their their big scoring plays were like, were as Jaden said, you know, they were those those big blown, those big blown coverage, uh, receptions that they seemed to score on there early on at least. Yeah, but anyway, and I
0: think as we've, uh, I'm sorry, I, as as we were saying, you know, it, there were only a few drives and some of the drives looked slow and whatever. We're, the Rams were one of the teams that played zero starters during the preseason. So that was all their first times really playing together and yeah. game action together. I, I just don't know how that's – it'll be interesting to see how
1: they do next year's preseason, how the coaches utilize the personnel next next year's preseason games after, after they, they slow walk into this year.
0: All right, what were you going to bring up?
1: Well, I, I'm figuring since we've been on here now for 37 hours, we, we probably should move on to the uh, into this week's coming
0: up games. Cool with that. I'm cool with that. All right. Who yeah,
1: do we... I don't want to push. I mean, unless there's something else. No. My... The there,
0: there's nothing else I can think of. Can you think of anything, Jordan?
2: Uh, besides the fact that Darius Leonard did not participate in practice today. I got nothing. I got nothing. So, Darius Leonard was out. No, no, it's an ankle, which he had surgery on this offseason. So, so, so I'm just letting y'all know the cold season's over. I'm
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we'll start at Thursday Night Football, which is such a great primetime game with the New York football Giants against the Washington football team.
2: I got the Giants. Whoa! Well, you got the Giants. I got the Giants. I got the Giants because it's going to be Taylor Heineke, right? I mean, we're like because Fitzpatrick went on IR, right? Yeah, he dislocated his hip. Yeah, I mean Heineke actually looked pretty good last year, so I might, but I don't know. I just have a feeling on this one. I like the Giants. That's all I got for you. I don't even have that game listed in my list here. Who is
1: it? Giants and who?
2: Football team. One oh, of the football teams. You have to figure it out. You know, there's a night football. I'm
1: going, I'm going with uh, I'm going with uh, da, 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 da. let me think that one through. I'm I'm going against you on that one. I'm going with Washington on that.
0: And I'm sticking with your answer, and I'm also going with Washington on that.
1: I I don't I. Saquon, I think, is gonna be out. Um yeah, I I think haven't he, is he really? full week. I thought I he was supposed so. to be bad. No, I think he's gone this week. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll take Washington. <laughs> I, think, I think Heineke played well coming in last week and now having a, a full week of taking first first string reps. I expect uh I'm looking forward to seeing what the kid can do. Next
0: game. What we got? We will say it is Raiders versus Steelers. What is what this? We the will hell say? week
1: did I? Okay, we're just out of order, or, or you're out of different order than me. All right, fine. Yeah.
0: Pittsburgh and Raiders. Who you got, Jaden? Yep.
2: Pittsburgh is it in Vegas?
0: Uh, I do not believe so. it is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got
2: Pittsburgh on that
1: one. Oh, uh, I I'm I'm cringing as I say this, but I agree. Um, I, I did not expect that offensive line for Pittsburgh to, to hold up as well as they did last week. again, it's just week one, but I, I don't think Vegas has enough to to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh.
0: And you know what since I live in Vegas, you you may not be able to hear Jaden coming up. He keeps disconnecting from the call. Um, I'm going I'll go with the Raiders. Um, they for some reason every year they seem to start out the year hot um, and they immediately start to fade off later in the year so I'll stick with the Raiders Derek Carr, Darren Waller after right. seeing them in that week one game Monday Night football against the Ravens
1: all right so be it game number three what do you got on your list
0: I have Patriots versus the Jets
1: all right I'm, I'm scrolling through I've got New England on this one I've got New England I I want I want to say the Jets because I, I like Sally I like I he's my favorite head coach hire out of I mean yeah He's the only one that I agree with, but he, I also actually really like his him as a as a head coach hire. I think they made some great moves in the off season, but I think they're a season away from being. I think they're a season away from being an eight and eight team. I, I think they are. I think they're a season away from being eight and eight. I think they're two seasons away from being playoff contenders. So I, I gotta take New England on this one.
2: Yeah, I'll say I'll say the Jets are a season away from being a season away, and uh, so yeah, I'll take I'll take the Patriots. And isn't Bill doesn't Bill Belichick have some crazy record against rookie quarterbacks or something like that?
1: sure um, he's got crazy. What do he he's got a crazy record against everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'll just say yeah, I'll take Patriots,
0: and I'll, I'll I'll stick with you guys with the Patriots, especially with um Mackay Becton going out for what looks like. The whole year. Yeah, that, that was, was rough. Yeah. That
1: was There was a question that you posed that we, we skipped over, and you are asking I I, I want to say, I'm always positive from the way it was worded, but I was wanting to say it, it was kind of like, how did the rookie quarterbacks do this week? And really, it was just, just down to Mac Jones and, uh, and Wilson. And, of course, I think Mac Jones gets the nod there. And, of course, they're facing each other this week, which makes that question even more relevant. Um, Mac Jones definitely gets the nod between the two from last week's games, but I think Mac Jones just has a lot more talent around him than what than what Wilson does. I mean, Jamison Crowder, arguably their their best receiver, was out for the week. I mean, Elijah Moore did nothing in his debut. Of the, their second round draft pick wide receiver, he he did nothing in in his his debut. I just uh, I don't have Wilson. As far as your top quarterbacks, I have the most questions about where Wilson was drafted. I don't necessarily agree. But even besides that, uh, I just, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Mac Jones, yeah, I think he's got a lot more around him. I think New England wins this one pretty easily.
0: All right, so we all got, we're all three for three on the Pats. Our next game will be Broncos versus the Jags.
2: Uh, I'll go. I, I'll take Broncos. I'll just
1: leave it <laughs> at that. I'll take the Broncos. I'm, I'm going Broncos too. I, I just, I love Teddy Two Gloves. I'll always be a fan of Teddy Two Gloves. And uh, at this point in time, I'm pretty safe to say that I will probably take whatever team Jacksonville is playing against when they play. Yeah, I'm pretty much always take the opponent over Jacksonville because I just don't have faith with what Urban Meyer is doing down there. Denver uh, I think Judy is out for at least this week, if not more. Um their their star wide receiver. But Tim Patrick had four receptions this past week. He, you know, in as in uh, as the third as a third uh, option there at wide receiver, he's gonna get a full week of, of first string reps. Uh Tim Patrick has stepped up when called upon in the past, so I think Denver will be just fine. Yeah, Denver over Jacksonville.
0: Cool, and I'll stick with Denver as well. Um Teddy two gloves did have a really good game, um, if if I'm not mistaken in week one. So I I especially with that Denver defense against Trevor Lawrence, that Denver defense if if it can stay healthy throughout the whole year, it could be a top five, top three defense in my as opinion. long as Teddy
1: Two Gloves is alive, uh Lamar Jackson will always be that other Louisville quarterback in my book. Thank you very much.
0: Anyway, oh man, all right, so we we're going to the next game of the Bills versus the Dolphins.
1: You I, think the, here. I
2: think the Bills. I think the Bills will walk away from Week One pretty pissed off um, at themselves for letting that game go away because I I believe they were up ten nothing at halftime. And then they ended up losing, so I'll take the Bills. I, I I like a good team off of a tough loss like that, so I'll I'll take I'll take the Bills.
1: That's absolutely. I I take Buffalo in this situation, regardless of last week's uh, results. Oh yeah, but yeah. but you're absolutely right. I mean, we, a good team, when a good team gets surprised or gets lets one get away, they usually come back with a with a vengeance. Right.
2: Yeah, and I agree. I think I think Buffalo would beat Miami just in a in a vacuum just one game no matter what happened the week before. So that even makes me more confident. So yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. This
2: that'll definitely be the one that we all lose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm going with the Bills. Tua two, two them will have a career game.
0: See, that game the Dolphins could Tua no, look salt. No. I mean No. 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 They have <laughs> No. They have I don't think going I, I, it's no. going to be a long
1: time before we ever get, like, somebody from the Miami Dolphins to ever actually think about being a guest on our podcast. So, you can just call You can call Spader. Now, the Dolphins are <coughs> winning that fucking game. It's not happening.
0: All right. We're all three on three on Bills. All right. 49ers versus the Eagles. Is that yeah. in Philly? Uh, It's... Looks to be.
1: I'm going 49ers there. I think they, I think they bounce back. Um, I just, I don't care what Jalen Hurts did last week. He's he needs to put up some. He's got to put up several games of it before I'm a believer. And I like Jalen Hurts. I I want him to succeed. So I'm not being a prick here. I I want him to do well, but he's he needs to do it in the long haul before I before I. I'm sold completely as far as his pro quarterback uh, status goes. So you're going Niners? Yeah. I'm going Niners on this one I am.
2: And the uh the the Eagles looked good last week, but they looked good against the Falcons who I Ooh. know we all we we all crap on the, the the Texans a lot and 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 for good reason, but when you look at Atlanta's roster, I mean,
1: <laughs> you very true <laughs> With, that
2: offensive line and they They got game. weapons. They look Bad. right. They got they got some pass catchers. They got Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. And then after that, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. So that, that might be the second worst roster in the league. I You're absolutely. So nice um,
1: yep. Yeah.
2: And and I believe last week I picked them to win. Do I not? I picked you know
1: How much difference one guy makes? Because the roster isn't that much different. The only name that's missing really is Julio Jones yeah but yet because Julio Jones was there and they had the star power name you looked at the team differently and I'm not saying you personally I'm saying at as, yeah. as fans we looked at the team differently because they had a star power name but at the end of the day it was a wide receiver who's going to be lucky to touch the ball seven eight times a game that's the only real name that they've lost in the pre during the offseason and we're looking at the team completely different now just because of that one that one household name is no longer on the team. And I, I, I think it, it's kind of, we're, we're actually seeing the team for what it really is
0: talent-wise, top to bottom. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go different from you guys again. I'm going with the Eagles in this game. Now, it may be right. due to me being a Rams fan and not liking the 49ers. I would say um,
1: it has a lot to do with it. that or you're still drunk.
0: No.
2: All you,
0: both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, I'll leave it at that because I just didn't like that Niners defense last week. Um, but we'll, we'll head to the next game of the week, uh, of, of the uh, Sunday, and that is Rams versus the Colts in Indianapolis.
2: Rams. I, I don't want to talk about it. Rams. All right. The Colts, their, their biggest hope, their biggest hope is if they can get that running game going. Um, but with the way this injury report's looking right now, yeah, it's Rams. It's I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, if I if
1: I, if I'm walking into the voter poll and I gotta punch out a punch out which one, I'm I'm going Rams on this one. I'm not saying I, I can see how it could go either way because I felt certain ways about both teams that, yeah, I don't want to go into it. Uh, I'll respect your decision and not want to go into it as a, as a Colts fan picking the Rams. Um, but I would have to say Rams, but I could see how this could go both
0: ways. I'll be the dick and I'll go into it. Um, I can see the Colts easily winning just due to a run game, if they can get the run game, if they can get their O-line going. Um, That's some he...
2: brotherly love shit right there.
0: Oh, 100%. Um, and he
2: doesn't. He, he tries to keep me in good spirits, so I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, David Montgomery looked like Walter Payton. So I mean, J, J- T. and Naheem Fair. Hines Fair. and I, that team. I mean, their first drive, the 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 Bears' first drive of the game, he had like a sixty yard run, or he had like a fifty yeah. yard run against us. So, I who's mean, if,
1: who do we know who's going to be blocking for for? Jonathan Taylor at this point.
0: Who's blocking for David Montgomery? Good point. That's fair. All right. Fair
1: they point. were
0: they were they were on their third string left tackle during the game.
1: All right, we, we've given we've given we've given the Rams enough air time. On yep. on go on. Let's go.
0: So we got Bears versus Bengals.
2: I think the Bears found <sighs> a good back. game. I just want I just want Justin Fields to play. You know, is that too much to ask? I, I don't know. Anyways, Apparently so. Because uh, I think that game uh, Sunday night may have went a little different. I'm not saying they lose, win, but uh, it would have went different. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even think Andy Dalton really looked bad in that game either. He didn't. He Apparently. didn't. But there were some times if he had if he the running had ability. More. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. So I'll take. I'll take. Uh. I'll take the Bears. that game. I'll give me the Bears. I'm going Bears. dub Bears.
0: And I'm going with the Bengals. All right. I hope you see Shadows crawling right up his ass. Um, <laughs> what well, we got the next? The next big game we have. it's going to be a shootout. Houston versus the Browns. Shootout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I
2: don't yeah. think we can
0: get into
1: this. Um. The, the oh yeah, because Houston's the, winning for sure, huh? Browns, <laughs> Kansas City, lot. <Law. sighs> yeah, Browns, yeah. Last
2: week that they, I mean.
1: Hey, that was a guys. picture.
2: That was a those. picture of beauty last week when uh, Clowney and Miles Garrett just met perfectly at Patrick Mahomes, was it not? That was, that was pretty. Yeah, there were like that. there were flashes
1: on that defense. Once that defense gets the things together. Uh, there's only two starters on defense that were starters from the previous year. Every every other position, the other nine positions on that defense are manned by first-year starters. Uh, as far as mm-hmm. the, they weren't starters last year. Um, I believe that's true. Um, or so, was, yeah, it, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we all but, got wait, yeah.
0: When the defense
1: <laughs> – yeah, yes. They took Kansas City to – they should have beat Kansas City. Houston shouldn't be a problem. If it is a problem, then Cleveland's got some – effing issues. So Cleveland, that's it. I'm done.
0: Okay, so Cleveland, Cleveland, and I think it's going to be a tie rod game revenge game, so I'll leave, I, was gonna say, I will
2: go the Browns. <laughs> I was going to say the tie rod revenge. Tie
1: rod revenge.
2: revenge, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We pick a tie rod out of the teeth. All right. Yeah. Um, Browns by a million. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: okay, We got Saints versus the Panthers.
2: Going Saints here, yep. Famous Jameis, write it down. Or Jameis, or <laughs> Jameis. Sounds like an
1: R and B singer or something. Oh, I like it. All right, what well, you got? Who are you taking there, Mitch?
0: Uh, I'll go famous LASIK surgery, Jameis Winston.
1: All right, that's three for three for the Saints. That means Carolina's got a definite win. So, what
0: we got next? Uh, we got the Falcons. Versus the Buccaneers. Buccaneers by a mile.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was actually my brain was I was actually still back on the other game thinking about the fact that I want to see darn, darn Darnold do well there in Carolina, and I think eventually they will once they get thickened. That I that you said Tampa Bay and Atlanta, and frankly, that that game. Sh- Tampa Bay and Atlanta should be like Cleveland and Houston. Those two games should be done before they start.
0: Yep. Okay, so we all have Buccaneers in that game? Yep. Okay, another big game – another decent game is the Vikings versus the Cardinals.
2: I'll take, I'll take the Cardinals. I, we didn't really talk about it, but I was almost stunned the way they just handled the Titans. Made me feel it was that was actually the best part of the weekend as a Colts fan was that the Titans got their ass kicked as well. Um, so yes, give me Cardinals.
1: Give me Cardinals. I'm thinking Cardinals here, too. I don't, I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach. I think this is, I think that they, they are destined for another eight and eight season. I don't see them being more than that, but but eight and nine. Eight nine, thank you. Yes, uh, or nine and or nine and eight. I see them being oh. in that in that area. Um, yeah. I don't mean that as a dissing. I just don't have a lot of faith in in Cliff Kingsbury's decision making as a head coach. And uh, but at this point in time, to me, they're like that. They're that team that in the first in the first part of the season, uh, they're they're that team that they're, they're going to look like world beaters, and then all of a sudden they'll, they'll kind of settle into who they are. Um, so, yeah, I, I
0: think we're going this one. <sighs> I'm going Vikings. I'm leaving it at that. All right, thanks for the insight. Um, <laughs> I mean, all right, here we go. They lost Patrick Peterson and one of their cornerbacks retired right before the season happened. So if they can get any, if they can get any passing plays going, I mean. They're down to their starting corners because Patrick Peterson is now with the Vikings and Malcolm Butler retired
2: before the season. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, but good Chandler luck Jones is that. a problem. Yeah, Chandler Jones, five sacks. Now I'm over here complaining about the Colto line. Golly, that's pretty. Five right. five sacks from one player is pretty unseen. Now that's we like have, a... oh.
1: that's like, uh, a... Uh, what was his name? Kansas City Thomas, linebacker yeah. back in the day. What did he get like six, five? He got like seven in the game one time. Derek Thomas. Yeah, I play.
2: think I. I think it's seven.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. Uh, what we got next?
0: We got the Cowboys versus the Chargers.
2: I'll take I'll take the uh the new Clippers of the NFL. Give me the Chargers. Ooh.
1: That's a great analogy. Um, I'm going Chargers here too, and I don't want to because I don't, I, I, again, don't like that coaching hire, but uh, I don't. Yeah. I just
2: love Justin Herbert.
1: Yeah, I like Justin Herbert over Dak, and don't get me wrong, Dak is Dak appears to be uber talented, but I also think there's a certain amount of his game that is overrated, and uh, uh, just a personal opinion. Uh, I, I think he gets a lot of. I think he puts up a lot of numbers because he has to. Um, Zeke Elliott is probably the no one wants to say it yet, but Zeke Elliott is the next one is the next running back in line for having signed a huge contract and, and not being able to live up to it. We but, don't have to talk about that. Yeah, it, whatever they. Yeah, San Diego.
0: It brings it brings back bad memories.
2: i I understand. He's still he's still calling them San Diego. That's how much of the Clippers they are. He won't even call them L.A. That, that was the dumbest move. That was. It was. Move. It was terrible. Yeah, they signed up to be the Clippers. They literally were like, "Yeah, sure, we'll be the Clippers." Raiders should time.
1: have went back to L.A. instead of going to Vegas, and San and and the Chargers should have stayed in San Diego. Done deal. Over. What
0: well, we got? I'm there. taking the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, All right. We. We have Titans versus Cowboy? the Seahawks. No, whatever. What's next? Titans versus Seahawks.
2: Give me the Hawks, baby. <laughs> I'm taking the Hawks
1: here, too.
2: Yeah. I just think – I just – you know, really a Colts fan of me is hoping Tennessee goes 0-2, so they'll be right there with us. Uh, but and, – and trying to remove all bias. I just – I think Tennessee kind of looks – this didn't look ready week one, and I think it's going to get even harder for them week two up in Seattle. Because it is in Seattle, I believe. Um, so, yes, Looks give me like Seattle. It, yep. So, yes, I'll take
0: Seattle. All right, we're all going Seattle then.
1: Yeah, if, if Seattle's defensive line, defensive line gave the Colts fits and Taylor Jones put up five sacks sack against the front, then I think Seattle should, should, should defensively have their way
0: with Tennessee. Excuse me, Tennessee. All right. Our next game we have is the Chiefs versus the Ravens.
2: I got the chiefs here. Yep. Chiefs. R- Lamar is yet to prove he can beat the chiefs. I'm taking, uh, and they're, and they're also got all those injuries. Yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. Who and I was
1: this personnel wise. he. You're right. He's yet to prove they beat the chiefs. And at the end of the day, I hated it, but the chiefs proved one thing last week. And that is the chiefs are still the chiefs. They were beaten. They were put away in that game and they still pulled it out and just turned the game around. Uh, Mahomes has got some sort of magic. I like got Kansas City,
0: and I can say due to I was in that ga- I, was, I was at that Raiders versus Ravens game in person. That that defense couldn't get could get couldn't get any pressure rushing for players. Yeah, the, the loss
1: of of Judon uh, could prove t- costly for for Baltimore. Um, they they lost but, a lot of personnel on that defense, uh, both due to offset players leaving in free agency as well as injuries here, that, that team is really different personnel-wise.
0: That team was running a lot of cover zero, which allowed the Raiders to come back into that game and to win it in overtime. So, I mean, and, and here's one thing is I, I remembered while watching the game was, you know, Harbo over Gruden. I, I agree with that besides the fact that they had Houston, Justin Houston, former Colt, um, dropping back into coverage during overtime. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's tough. just stupid. So I will also be with you guys with coming with the Chiefs in this game. All right, Let's well, go. that big us to Our final game is Monday night football. Is that Detroit and Green Bay? Detroit versus Green Bay.
1: You know, uh, this is I. This is insane to come out of my mouth, but I'm actually going Detroit here. And, but it's mainly just because I want to see them win. I want to see Detroit beat Green Bay on Monday night. That's that's all there is to it. There there's no reasoning for it. There's I don't I didn't get to watch either one of these teams play last week, so I'm not really sure. And I don't I hate to admit that to everybody out there, but I did not. Um, so I can't sit here and give you the X and O's as to why. I think Detroit can pull this one out or why Green Bay should bounce back and be the Green Bay of old. The Green Bay that we expected in week one and didn't get. I can't tell you why either one of those two scenarios would play out. All I can say is that as a football fan I would love to see the Detroit Lions. The Lions of Detroit put away the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football.
0: I'm going with I'm going Lions, man. That Not- the Packers' defense looked. Bad. Defense they looked they, bad. they parted ways with Patton, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, and they signed Joe Barry, who was the linebackers coach for L.A. for the Rams. That, Which that if
1: a good it, defensive coordinator, that that was a bad move. That was one they could regret.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard this on the Pat McAfee show. Was Joe Barry was the disp- defensive coordinator for the Lions? In the season that they went 0 and 16.
1: Oh my God! Well,
2: they deserve to lose. Then I was gonna. I was preparing to say Packers, and you guys convinced me. I'm going Lions. All right, they're biting kneecaps off
1: in in Green Bay this
2: week. Yeah, I think I think Green Bay's just looks super up and down. They look. They, I don't see any reason to believe that they're gonna be great. Just right. Just turn around next week and just be great again. And I think the Lions look very solid, so yeah, give me the Lions. They look consistent.
1: Wow, we all three of us for the Detroit Lions. Who would have thought? Who would have
0: thought, man? Shout all out, right, Maddie.
1: that wraps up episode number two. Does anybody got any parting shots you would like to throw out there?
2: Uh, yes, Mitchell. Do not call my phone Sunday. I don't want to talk to you <laughs> uh, at any point. Not, not. You know what? Don't call me till next Wednesday. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Even if the Colts pull out the win? Even if they pull out the win. Because if they pull out the win, I'm probably going to be like – I'm probably not – you're not going to want to talk to me. Okay? Yeah, that's
0: true. So let's just keep it going. Especially when Matt Stafford has three touchdowns for blown coverages against Colts. Um, Yeah. And they did plenty of that against Seattle. So I
1: think with, with the Colts and the Rams facing each other this week, this coming weekend, week two, I think we should do next week's podcast where we review that game. I think we should do that completely intoxicated, not giving a shit about anything, and just...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Alright, yeah. guys. I've got no parting shots, other than the fact that I think we do have we do have a couple games that, this week that should be absolute. Uh, yeah, I think... I think oh, we yeah, have actually a couple games this week that that look like they should be clinches, easy wins for for Cleveland. And uh, the other one escaping Buccaneers. my mind right now.
0: Buccaneers versus Falcons.
1: Yeah, Buccaneers and Falcons game. Um, other than that, there's also a couple of really good games. And I think the surprise for me, I think the Kansas City-Baltimore game is one that uh, they expected to be a good one, which I don't think is necessarily going to be that way. I'm looking forward to the Seattle Tennessee game though I think Seattle should have their way with it but I'm really I'm I'm I hope Detroit pulls out that Monday nighter. All right. That's all I, I also wanted
0: to I, I I really wanted to say something of uh our scores from week 1's predictions. And we all went 6 and 10. <laughs> wow.
2: What's like, that beautiful
0: we're, insight? We're
1: like the uh, we're like the uh, the New York Jets of 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 uh, predicting games here. No, I was gonna
0: say if we went eight and eight, we're all like Jeff Fisher.
1: Yeah, we're not even Jeff well. Fisher. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, this will we'll be back next week, even if we you know, if from the sounds of it, with a, with considering the fact that we just decided that we're not even Jeff Fisher worthy. I, probably we should probably all go out and play in the street and hope to get hit by cars, but chances are we suck bad enough that we couldn't even accomplish that, so we will see you next week for a, we're not see you, but we will be hollering some more football bullshit at you next week on episode three, but this was episode two, so good talking to you guys. Yep. Good talking.
2: Yep, yep. alright. Goodbye. Later.
0: Later. Later.